Welcome to the Rick Roberts School of Laughs podcast, where we aim to make you bigger, better, and more bookable. From the aspiring comedian to the part-time pro, this is the podcast for you. We'll talk all things comedy from the page to the stage, and now it's showtime. Welcome back to the School of Last podcast. My name is Rick Roberts, and sitting across from me is our production studio engineer extraordinaire, Gavin Miller. <laughs> hey. Good to have you here today, Gavin. Yeah, it's great. Today, we're not going to answer a lot of questions. We're going to get right into something for you guys yeah. and give you some valuable takeaways right off the bat. Today, we're going to talk all about what should be in your contract and what you should kind of be aware of that are in contracts right? so that you don't kind of take a gig and not have everything under control from the get-go. Yeah. Without a contract, you really don't have an agreement, and without some money changing hands, you don't have a contract. Okay. So one of the things we're going to talk about straight off the bat is you got to list your fee and what you're going to give to them in exchange for that fee. Right. All right, so the terms of what we're talking about here. Your fee for an hour would be different than a half hour, perhaps. Okay. It might be different for 10 minutes. Yeah. But you need to know what your value is. Okay. We're going to talk about that in a different podcast altogether. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know what my value is. <laughs> it's it's interesting, and it changes. Yeah. And there's perceived value. There's actual value. There's uh, what what is your opportunity cost if you take a gig and have to turn something else down. Right. All kinds of things. But once you narrow that down and you sort of have a good figure, that's what the you've got fee. It. That's what you got to put in. So you in the contract, first line is your performer's fee. Uh-huh. What is your cost? And how many minutes are you going to give them for that? Right. Okay. So let's let's just say it's a thousand bucks for thirty minutes. Right. Just to keep it nice and simple, that's the agreement. You have the option of also asking for travel. If it's outside of two or three hour drive, maybe you want a hotel. Yeah. You want to describe what type of hotel, uh, or say you know, a thousand dollars plus a hundred bucks for hotel. Right. And you take care of it. Yeah. Or hotel allowance, or they can book it for you. So that's that are that those are going to be your terms, yeah. your expenses, your travel, and your fee. When you have a an open ended fee such as plus travel expenses, you need to put in there not to exceed a certain amount. Excellent, like five hundred dollars or yeah. something. You, yeah, just, you can get about anywhere in the United States with six weeks' notice. You can book a flight and, mm. and a car, a few hundred dollars or for something, three or four hundred yeah. bucks, and maybe a hotel for another hundred. So any of those things that you expect to um, to incur, any of those costs, right. you need to put that in your fee. And so who's 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 coming up with those figures? You should come up with those figures, not the other person. You should. Yeah. And then I think that's a huge thing is that you're coming up with the figures, not the other person, because they're always going to come up with it in their favor. Right. They're always going to ask you, what do you charge? Yeah. Hoping you say a lower number than what their budget is. Yeah. So you can come back and say, I don't know, what is your budget? Right. And they may or may not tell you. Give a really good back rub. Right. <laughs> and let me just say, too, that this is for a contract you create outside of a comedy club environment. Yeah. You will not be getting many contracts as an opener or a feature at a comedy club. Right. The it's, headliners do? Headliners typically have a more to lose. Uh-huh. You know, they have more opportunities. Right. So they'll want something in writing okay. and typically can get something. But not really for openers, not for features. Not typically. Yeah. Not saying it's impossible, but it's not typical that you'll get that. Your email exchange or your phone call or your voicemail is going to be your record. Yeah. And even at those situations, don't assume that the gig is on uh, until you 
a week beforehand, call and make sure the club is still open. Yeah. Make sure they have forgot about your agreement. Yeah. Because that's definitely can have that can definitely happen where you roll up on a club and it's closed. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, they're we, all inside. Turn the lights off. Rick yeah. is coming. We're we're double booked, man. Sorry. Can you drive five hundred miles back home? Yeah. So when it's your contract and your event, whether it's a fundraiser, coffee house show, church show, you name it, corporate event. They're going to ask you what your fee is. You tell them it's this plus expenses or not plus expenses. And just make up some huge number. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Mark Klein says, keep adding zeros till they stop smiling. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got to have that down in writing. Yeah. You know, you can't have that loose and, and say, hey, we'll see what it looks like when we get there. Not, you, know, you got to decide your fee and put it on there. So you do need to know know your audience a little bit. You know, if you're doing small town mom and pop corporate that's a different figure than maybe multinational corporate. <laughs> it should be. And another thing to think of are the expect because the expectations are going to be different. Well, yeah. I mean, if they've only booked bigger names before. Yeah. And you'll know if you're out of your element. Right. And sometimes you need to get uncomfortable and try something bigger than you're used to. Yeah. But you shouldn't sell yourself short in those situations. Okay. So kind of figure out, you know, ask around what's the gig paid in the past or sure. see, see who they've had there. Those kinds of things. When you have your agreement, once again, it's not a contract until money exchanges hands. Yeah. At a comedy club, you'll never get paid before you show up. Mm -hmm. You might not get paid after you've done your whole week, okay? <laughs> but in a, in a corporate environment or anywhere where there's a contract, you want a deposit to secure the date. Right. And until money has gotten into your bank account, I don't write that down on my calendar as a booked gig. Right. To me, it's still an opportunity for me to book something else until they've locked it in with the agreement and the deposit. It's not on my calendar. Because if you lose that date, if they pull out, you know, then it's your op that's your opportunity cost because right. you've lost money because you didn't book something else. Right. And so what you, what you tell the folks when they want to secure the date is, I'll hold this date until I receive the deposit. Right. If anybody else calls before I receive the deposit, I'll give you first right of refusal. Okay. 24 hours, 48, whatever you decide. And if after that I don't hear back from you, I will take the other gig. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the check's in the mail tomorrow. Yeah. They don't want to yep. lose half the date. Yeah. But in lots of corporate environments, they got to put in a check request. Yep. You'll be sending in your W-9 so that yep. they know all your tax information. That's that's completely normal. I think anything over $500, they request that right. now, so they have to. Some organizations won't, but they'll ask you for it after the fact when they realize they should have. Yeah. So that deposit is up to you. How much do you ask for the deposit? One way you can look at it is, what are my travel expenses? I'll just ask for that. Right. That way I'm not out of pocket or I don't have those travel expenses sitting on my credit card sure. for a month. So if your travel expenses were $500, you could ask it's for that. covered. And, and that's non-refundable. Yeah. That's what I say. You might want to say refundable within a certain amount of time. Non-refundable is what they're used to. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to book flights, you're going to rent you know, cars, all those things, sometimes those flight switch fees are 100 200 bucks. They, yes. So I always put non-refundable. And I ask for a half. Yeah. I ask for a half to secure the date, and the other half to be paid on or before the show. Right. As in, I get a check when I'm headed up to the stage. Holy smokes. Because yeah, if I don't say that, they'll forget. And, and then it's weird stopping by Shelly uh, in accounting's office asking for a check for a couple thousand dollars and going, hey. It happens all the time. Shelly, give me my check. Yeah. Oh, we forgot the check. Can we mail it to you? Yeah. Well, if I've got the deposit and Barbara's it clear, I'm not as worried. Barbara's gone out to lunch, so can we get it to you in a month? Yeah. So it will yeah. happen if you say, I need the check. On or before, and when I say before, before I get on stage, right? They make a mental note, yeah, and they have it for you. So that's what I recommend. Half and corporate, up front. corporate's better at that, doing those things. They they sort of it, that that's in their normal 
procedure. That's in their normal thing. When, okay. they, when they book speakers to come in and do motivational talks or consultants, they all get Cause, deposits. Cause I feel like if someone's not used to maybe hearing some of this information, they may be thinking like, you know, gosh, that seems a little bit upfront or it seems a little bit aggressive to go like, okay, here's where I need the check. I need half. I need this. I need that. Like, that's just their normal. They're used to that for everything. So that's the normal thing. And let me tell you, you're your own business. Yeah. They're a corporation. Yeah. You're a mom and pop. You might mm-hmm. just be the mom or you might just be the pop. <laughs> you might have to support your mom and pop. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're going to have a baby one day and become a mom yeah. and pop. <laughs> you need to take care of your business as if it's the only thing going down. Yeah. You need to be respectful of their needs. Yourself. But they can they can absorb a $500 loss. Yep. You may not be able to yeah. in that situation. I can't, Rick. So, well, <laughs> I, know. I see where we're hanging yeah, out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so get used to it, make it second nature, and just make it part of your spiel. Yeah. It's not a big deal to answer that deposit at all. Great. Okay, next thing you want to have, and you can put these in any order, but you need to have more than one name at the company as your contact. Right. Uh, get the, the person that obviously approached you first. You want to get their cell phone number for the day of the event yeah. in case obviously they may not be in the office. They might be at the event or the venue. So you can contact them on the way. Make sure it's a cell phone number and ask if you can text them that you're on your way. Yeah. When you get there, it puts them totally at ease, especially if you're coming in from out of town. Say you flew in the night before. Sure. Just say, do you mind if I text you when I land just so you don't yeah. have to worry about that? They love it because so many people aren't professional mm-hmm. and don't do that. You don't even know what happened, the hundreds of events they had before you. Right. But uh, the one I recently did, I just texted her. I said, you know, I'm going to be there a little bit early. Is that cool? And she had never got a text from anybody <laughs> telling she's always worried. And they've yeah. had a couple people yep. not show up or show up late. So that went a long way with her. So first so contact, small. cell Such phone, and email. <laughs> and because companies fire people, you need a second contact yeah. and a second email and a second cell phone number. Cool. So get that second person. And leading up to the event, go ahead and CC carbon copy the secondary contact in on all of your plans. If you're going to be staying in a hotel, if you need to pick yeah. up from the venue, any of that kind of stuff that may fall into their realm of possibilities once yeah. the first person either gets sick, which has happened a lot, sure. or gets fired or let go. So it, it might you might, it might seem weird to ask for a second contact, and they might say, why do you need that? Yeah. And you say, in, you case, you're, in case you're sick that day. <laughs> yeah. In case you're sick, you know, and, and don't say in case you'll be fired. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've definitely have had people have been fired. Oh, I'm sure, because they're set up a long time in advance. I mean, people plan these things a year a year out sometimes. Right. And, and yeah. And you don't want to be sitting there with no contact information. Yeah. So a second contact, cell, and email is definitely what you want. Uh, the day of the event, you want to know what the timeline is. I always yes. ask for when do the doors open? When do people, excuse me, when do people eat? <laughs> Speaking of eating. Neither. <laughs> And that, brought, that that burp was brought to you by Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So when does when does the door open? We are so professional. Uh, well, that's why we're going over this contract. I put it in the contract that I burp at the 26-minute mark yes, or whatever good. this was. Fulfilled. So you want to be able to do a sound check before the doors open. Yeah. So ask them when the doors open. Find out when you can do a sound check before that. Mm-hmm. When do people actually arrive? And then what time is the meal served? If there's anything before you, what's going on? Right. Are there announcements, awards? Is there a silent auction? There's all kinds of stuff that can happen before Are you, you. going to have to do some sort of host? Yeah. Th- sometimes they're they're thinking like, oh, well, he can do it. Yeah, well, you know? I'll get to that. There's a line in my contract. Are there any special requests for the uh, performer? Okay. Just in case they have those things, you can be aware of it for sure. So get that timeline down. Have them fill in the blanks. If any of that seems ambiguous to you after you get the contract back, ask them to nail it down a little bit. But you want to make sure you do a sound check early. You know, here's what will happen. If you don't do it, there'll be a podium 
or there'll be a lapel mic and you might not be used to that. Yeah. I always I always request a, a, a wired microphone on a stand. Gotcha. And a second wired microphone. Okay, why? Because if the first wired mi- microphone doesn't work, you're stuck up there for the next 35 minutes uh, with no way to talk. Yelling. <laughs> so I want two mics that are hardwired into the system. Gotcha. Lots of venues now only have the wireless and, and you can make do with that, but request the wired. If they say we only have wireless, request brand new batteries and an extra set of batteries Absolutely. on stage. Know what you're doing with those wireless ones. They're so they're tricky sometimes. They've got mute buttons on them. They've got all kinds of things. Uh, and that battery thing, I mean, keep a nine volt battery in your pocket because you're you probably will need it. You'll need it. Somebody's gonna leave that. They're gonna put a new battery in it. Then they're gonna leave it on, and then it's gonna be dead by the time you get it. Absolutely. And when you get there to sound check, you want to walk around the room a little bit with the mic. Um, see where some feedback points are. See where maybe. some feedback points, but also hear what the audience is going to hear. Yeah, you know, stand in the back corner, and I always, if there is a sound man, I connect with him early. Yeah, I give him a free CD. Yes, I say, hey buddy, I'm, I appreciate you being here. So many times I don't have a sound guy, and I realize that if I make him mad and don't do anything, you know, he has the power to turn oh, me off man. at any second. Yeah. Or if something comes into play and I've been nice to him, and it's just not normal human stuff. Yeah, um, he's going to go out of his way to make things look good for me because yes. he's he's tied into it as yeah. well. So make contact with that guy. When there's a, a meal involved, I always stop by the sound guy and ask him, "Can I get you something off the buffet yeah. line? I know you're tied in here running the powerpoints. And yeah. this. do you need a drink, a coffee? Nine he's times out the, of ten, they'll say no. He's the guy, like yeah. the guy there. I mean, because when you're looking out out into the the field of people. He's the one there that's that right. it's you and him basically right. on stage. Aside know? from the person with their with your check yeah, in their yeah, pocket, yeah. he's yeah. the next most important. But person. while you're speaking, he is the uh, that person, right? And he has he's got the controls to make you sound and look great. Yeah. So do all those things. You may get into a situation where you arrive and you're like, "Whoa, I know there's no stage for me, but there's no place on the stage or in the stage area or behind the podium. I need to be out where I can see people." Right. You got to be a little judicious with this, but ask for what you need. Uh-huh. For example, I did an event recently down in Dallas, and they had the the, the podium, the riser with the board members all on it. Yes. Oh. And then the podium in the middle with the mic on it. And I said, you know, you guys can do what you're doing up there during the meal, but once I start, before I start, before I'm introduced, could you guys come down and sit in the audience? Sure. Because I don't need nine people. It's like the last yeah, summer like supper and I'm doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and plus, if those are all board He's members. He's good. He can stay. <laughs> Yeah, and if, if it's the president of the company or whatever, if he's not laughing, they might be reluctant to laugh. Oh, yeah, totally. They're checking with him every second. Yeah, yeah. that's... So, so ask for what you need. If they say no, at least you've asked, but usually they'll accommodate you in that way. Yeah. And then I asked for a small riser to be put in front of where the podium was, just a four by four, so I could stand on a place separate in front. I don't want to be behind any kind of barricades or a row of flowers right. or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, a row of around flowers. Christmas time. As, yeah. So I want to be fully visible. So ask for those things. And those things you can't ask if you don't do a sound check and you show up as dinner's happening. It's too yeah. late. Yeah. So show up in time for things to be corrected. Definitely want to do that. Uh, along the same lines, you obviously want to know the event location address and put with zip code because yeah. nine times out of ten they won't. And under that, and specifics from either the hotel or the highway. Yeah. So you have both because, I'll be honest, I use my phone as my GPS Sometimes I forget the charger or the GPS doesn't know where I'm at. Yes. And having the written directions to fall back on makes a difference between me looking professional on time or like an idiot and being late. Yeah, and and an extra couple questions asking where the corporate 
where you're actually supposed to be in the corporate sort of uh, area because a lot of places you know if you went over to a a hospital or something for a you know for a, a dinner there or something to do a performance that place is going to be huge you oh, know yeah. you need to ask like okay where's where am i really going you yeah know? at a convention center at a corporate oh, headquarters are, all those things you can yeah and when you have their cell phone number and you can text them i always say you know meet me at the front gate yeah meet me at the information desk and just walk me back so yeah. you know, tell me where i need to park all those things are normal to ask for you don't necessarily think about it but if you put them in the contract they think about yeah. it yeah and it just comes off as being way more professional, and you'll you'll be on time. So you want the event location, address, all those specifics. Same thing, of course, with the hotel if you didn't book it yourself. Yeah. You want the hotel phone number, the address with the zip code, the website, and the person at the hotel you made the reservation with. Because when you get there, nine times out of 10, they go, oh, we've got you, go ahead and give us your credit card. And you're like, no, this is a direct bill to whatever corporate right. entity. Uh, they don't have it set up that way. Yeah. Well, my contact is Julie, and she talked to Jim, and yeah. Jim said it was all set up. And that'll usually get you out of having to put your credit card out and be on the line. So, also a good way to get free hotel rooms. No. Yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Anytime you stop back in, uh, uh, Jimmy. You didn't speak to Julie? Julie knows everything. Julie she set this up. up. So, and listen, after a long travel day, that's the last thing you want is to be standing there calling the event planner. Yeah in the hotel lobby saying i'll be over as soon as i can but they won't let me in the room talking yet. to a person that has no clue what's going on right so all those questions seem awkward because you're talking about money but you're talking about your job and that's why yeah. it should not all right if you, any other travel things come up air ground transportation those things make sure you get the confirmation numbers all the just go into extreme detail on all those yeah. things make sure you get the flight number make sure if you are traveling somewhere that you take the first flight out that day if you're doing the gig that same day that evening if you're on the 6.30 flight and something happens, you'll be on the 8. Yeah. But if you come in there at noon thinking you can take the two-hour flight to wherever yeah, and then hop right. out and make it, lots of times it doesn't work yeah. that way. Give yourselves plenty of time. I know we're in this job as a comedian so we can sleep in. Yeah. You can do that the next day. Take the yeah. last flight out the day home. <laughs> yeah. Or first flight if you love your family. Yes. But when you're going to the gig, <laughs> first flight, the nonstop, I always try to take the nonstop instead of the an hour later taking the two connection yeah. that's cheaper. Um, do the right thing get there on time if you're not sure get there the night before if you're going east to west coast or west to east it's you get a lot of travel delays that way right so give yourself enough time the last thing we talked about the av a little bit but the lighting too okay this is always the last thing they would ever think of and i cannot tell you even though it's on my contract and i request sufficient lighting on the stage uh -huh. making the stage area brighter than the surrounding area or if not possible all house lights up 100 percent right Lots of comics don't like to see people in the crowd. I like to see everybody. Yeah. But I also like for them to be able to see me. Yeah. There's been times where they've put the staging area in the corner, and the rest of the room is well lit, but there's nothing shining there's on There's no the light in the corner. Yeah, you're in the dark. When you're doing comedy. Who designs these buildings, too? Well, here's the thing. Can I just talk to the hotel planners out there? Yes. I know you want to make money off of people and say, we, we have lights. They cost $100 an hour, but right. we have them. Put some lights in the middle of your room that yes. are on a swivel that can light up any area in the entire conference room it's insane put, put plugs and outlets on every side <laughs> and be the event place that you want to be yeah not that you need to be <laughs> later when dreams, you have to building it's so annoying <laughs> i actually have little lights that i travel with i've got some leds now that are light i can put them in a backpack okay. if i need to bring them but once again if you have it on the contract they might see that and go lights we've never had lights before what do you what exactly do you need right and like I say, if it's at a hotel or a, a convention center, it's going to cost 200 bucks, yeah. 300 bucks. Let them absorb that cost, not you. Yeah. 
And it does make a difference. It, it makes, makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah. And you'll never get, I mean, a whole other thing, you'll never get quality video if you're not well lit. Yeah. So if you're trying and to record yourself, you have to have proper lighting. Sometimes it, ch- it changes something that, that you could be in a room for a, full, of bunch of, uh, uh, full of a bunch of people, and it changes it from a guy talking in the corner to a show. And exactly. they paid for the, they're paying you for the show, you know. And if and you could knock it out of the park, but if it doesn't look kind of like what they were thinking, then they're going to be disappointed, and it's not really your fault, right? You know, but it's it's critical and it's often ignored. Yeah, uh, it's just it's crazy. If you go to schooloflaughs.com website, you can hit the free download this month, and it's a a questionnaire. You can ask ten things to have a perfect party. Oh. And some of these external things will be in that list for you guys. So cool. it's a little checklist. And I always tell the, the buyer, each of these things count 10%. Yeah. So if we miss three, I'm already down to a C-level performance. And that's yep. not what I want. And I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. And it, it heightens their awareness of everything. Okay. So you have your staging, your light, your sound. Cancellation policy. Yes. In case of a weather, extreme weather conditions, in case of an act of God, which I guess is weather, yeah. you know, it could be the second coming. I don't know. Yeah. What, there's a lot of things that fall under that category. Acts of terrorism. Uh, yeah. That's that's in the yeah, contract yeah. now. Um, what is going to happen if that happens? Right. Okay. So you get to determine this. They decide whether they're okay with it or not. Sure. They may add some things or subtract some things that you have in there, but you need to have a few lines. Okay. So, for example, mine. Should the purchaser, the person that's paying me, cancel the event for any reason the balance of the payment is due in full to me okay both parties agree to reschedule and a makeup date within a reasonable amount of time within three months based on my availability uh-huh and the purchase will also compensate the performer in case of any additional travel expenses okay so if they cancel me i get full pay i'll still appear and do the show at the next possible time for right. me and the only additional cost they'll have is my travel expenses the second time. So that the only thing you're basically doing losing is is I'm not out of anything. Okay. So if they cancel, I've already got my deposit. The balance is due. Right. Then if they reschedule me, they have to pay for my travel. Oh, okay. So I was home. So you're today. not out of anything. You're you not, just did it anyway. Right. Yeah. This is my contract, so it's in my best interest. Okay. I was thinking of the opportunity cost, but if you're not doing anything, then yeah, there is a slight going, opportunity cost because that day did fall off your calendar. But. But you're picking a suitable makeup date on your yeah. terms. Ideally. And possibly keeping the gig for future right. dates. Now, that's what I yeah. asked for. Sometimes they're cool with that. Sometimes they X that out altogether. Sometimes I've never had to cancel. Right. I've had two weather delays in 23 years that kept me from being there. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. I had to cancel last year. I had double ear infection. It was, and it was my doctor oh. said, if you fly, you're an idiot, and I can't yeah. help you anymore. Yeah, So life. I had to cancel like <laughs> two days' notice. Yeah. And oh. I felt horrible. Yeah. Um, I was willing to drive it if nothing else happened, but oh, I would have had to driven for like 20 hours straight. Yeah. Uh, so, performance cancellation c- uh, clause on my end. Should the performer cancel the event for any reason, the balance of the payment due is waived. You don't owe me another dollar. Right. Additionally, the performer will suggest suitable replacement acts to the purchaser. If okay. I can't make it, I'm going to find a couple of comedians that would be great Right. in, in lieu of me being there. And back so that's to your network. You, yeah, you back can, to my network of people. Yeah. And the return of the deposit and travel fees are at the discretion of me. If it's a last-minute thing, I may return those fees to you for the inconvenience. Right. If we're able to reschedule or transfer those fees to the other entertainer, we can work all that stuff out. But that's all kind of still up to me. Yeah. Once again, they can cross that out. 
but I still want to have my best interest involved. Yeah. I always intend to, to show up anywhere I'm booked. But that, that's up to you. If they start wanting to cross everything that works in your favor out, that may not be the person to work with right. either. Because, right. you know. And, and usually the bigger the company is, the more those little hurdles to jump over. Yeah. And so it's just, do you want to play ball with them or they want to play ball with right. you? Right. There's a happy medium yeah. almost all the time. Okay. So it's, but your contract should be term to suit you the best when professional football players make a contract up yeah who's you know they drag those things out they hold out through training camp because yeah. they want the best deal for them that's sure. possible but when it comes down to it you got to play the game or nobody gets paid yeah so those are things to think about another little couple of phrases i throw in there just under the, the heading of other uh-huh Performer is an independent contractor under applicable state and federal laws. The parties agree that this is the totality of the agreement between them and that there is no other oral or verbal agreements except as set forth in this contract, and the performer will provide a W-9 to the purchaser upon request. Right. That covers you. Uh, we're all independent contractors. There's no big company booking us. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you have an agent and those managers, they've got the contracts. You don't have to worry about any of this. Yeah. But when you're doing your own deal... You need to let them know that you're going to file taxes mm-hmm. and that you should be expected to be paid. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'll say, uh, man, we can just give you $150, yeah, $200. We, we can do it all cash. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out of my personal account. Yeah. Well, that's great, but I'm going to report this on my taxes. Right. And we, we'll have a guy around tax season yeah. to talk about some of those <laughs> things. You do not want to go to bed worrying that no. you've cheated, that you've done something by mistake. <laughs> no, you don't. Every dollar that comes in yeah. needs to have a name on it coming in. You need yeah. you need to know what's going to happen to it, and you're, you're going to be uh, held accountable for it. Yeah. So your best interest is your contract. You want pay, you want a traceable dollar amount. I know some comics out there are laughing, saying, I never get any of this stuff. I don't want nobody knowing. Well, enjoy your big flat screen hey, TV yeah. and your little house because <laughs> you don't qualify for a mortgage. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you the best way to do all these things. So all those things come in play. You can add more to it. Yeah. Anything beyond those basics that I gave you are going to be in your rider. Mm-hmm. That can be a different discussion some other time. Those are the green M&Ms, the water right. bottles. The, the rider is basically not deal breakers. Uh-huh. They're just things that make it easy. Yeah. And you can ask for all kinds of stuff. T-shirts that have the venue name on it. Uh, if you're opening for a band, you know, free some tickets maybe if, if you've got food, family in the area yeah. or something. Tickets, you know, want to get the food in the green room, any of that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, there's a million things you could put on your rider, but that's your basic contract. I hope that you guys took some notes on that. But guess what? Yeah, it's thick. If you didn't, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah. All you got to do is send me your email request to schooloflast at gmail.com and say, I'd like to sample comedy contract you mentioned yes. in the podcast. I'll be happy to send this to you. It's a template. It's not a uh, fill-in-the-blank template. It's, it's, it's my contract. You can copy uh, ideas from it, right. make your own form up, Okay. but it'll show you exactly what I have in my basic one-sheet contract. Hopefully, that'll help you guys out. And listen, don't book anything without a contract out yeah. Even if the event you're doing is for, for free... Get a contract of some sort, an agreement. It won't be a contract because no money exchanges hands. But right. get an agreement on paper so you know all those same details. Yeah. It's just as important whether you're being paid or not. Yeah. Hope that helps you guys out. Absolutely. Uh, I, I love talking about this stuff, yeah. <laughs> so email your questions. If you have contacts, uh, contract-specific questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Keep on listening to the podcast. Yeah. We'll see you next time around for another fun one, I hope. You guys are great. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. For information on upcoming classes, check out schooloflaughs.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a ranking on iTunes. 
Send any questions or comments to schooloflaughs at gmail.com. And until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay funny.